Hello everyone, this is Deborah Richardson and today I am putting the AP in Happy where accounts payable teams are empowered to protect the vendor master file from fraud. This podcast will give a voice to accounts payable team members by talking about the growing reality of cyber attacks in their world and which vendor setup and vendor management techniques they can apply to protect the vendor master file from fraud. If you are looking for vendor process training for you or your entire vendor team, head over to my site at DeborahRRichardson.com and click on the Vendor Team Training Solved button to learn more about what is included in the annual plan and also to download a training schedule. Get the training that you and your team needs to avoid payment fraud, duplicate vendors, compliance fines, and more. Now, we all know that some of you out there can't just cut off work while you're traveling, even when it's for your own vacation. So let's talk about how you can avoid fraud that comes with trying to respond to or process that all-important vendor request um, when you have to send it via email uh, from your cell phone. And stick around to the end because I will share some tips from the National Cybersecurity Alliance um, for before, during, and after your travel to keep you and your devices safe. Keep listening. Welcome to episode 188, Working While Traveling, Why You Should Not Use Your Cell Phone for Vendor Request Emails. So the summer of 2022 is predicted to be a busy travel season with pent-up demand for vacations from, you know what, I am just tired of saying it over the last couple of years, Uh, many vendor team members like you and your team may be hitting the road or the airplane um, to a great destination. Um, Or maybe you're working remotely and you plan a workcation I think that's what they call it, where you work in a different locale. Um, So you might be planning that. Or maybe your company has already restored business travel. Uh, I just went to a conference last week and it was just back to normal, just kind of jam-packed. So maybe you'll be doing some business travel. Well, whatever the case may be, if you're traveling, I am wishing you a safe and uneventful travel voyage. Unlike me going to that conference last week, it was just uh, bad on the way uh, and on the way back. uh, The airline was zero for two out of two connections. So hopefully you'll have uneventful travel and do all the things and see all the people that you scheduled or intended to while you are there. So let's get to the issues with using your cell phone too quickly 
check and maybe even respond to forward or process a vendor request that came or comes to your email. Now, this is different than what I've talked about before on this podcast, uh, which is uh, smishing. It's different from smishing. Now, smishing is just phishing uh, and phishing is sending fraudulent emails purporting to be from legitimate sources to steal sensitive data or get you to click on malware, but via text. So instead of via email, it is via text. But what I am talking about is opening up your email from your phone, not as a uh, result of a phishing or smishing text, um, but it is opening up your email from your phone. And I know you have it uh, and trying to get ahead or keep up on emails that you, that maybe come to you and should probably go to someone else, especially since you're traveling. Um, but here are at least two issues you face that could put your company at risk risk for fraudulent payment if you do do that. So number one is your cell phone's smaller screen makes it harder to spot the red flags of fraudulent emails. So it makes it harder to spot that extra letter in the email domain. It makes it harder to spot inconsistent URLs. And so if you end up responding to a fraudulent email that could reveal uh, sensitive information that can be used for a future fraudulent email by the cyber criminal or um, fraudster. And again, that's because you uh, the screen is so small, you just don't notice uh, that it is a fraudulent email. And so you respond as if it as if it is not, which means you could reveal some sensitive information that could be used uh, to make that uh, email or sender, that cyber criminal, that fraudster, seem more legitimate um, in the future. Uh, Or worse, right? You may forward that email to a team member to handle. So maybe you don't respond to it. Maybe you, uh, you forward it to a team member to handle. Uh, and especially if you're a director, uh, if you are, or have direct or indirect reports, if you're a leader, uh, and you forward that email, they may assume that the email is legitimate because you forwarded it. Uh, and then they won't be as vigilant in looking for those red flags. But what they're not understanding is that you may not see those red flags because again, you are forwarding that email from a from your phone that has a smaller screen. And so it's harder for you to spot um, whether or not that uh, email is uh, fraudulent, uh, uh, harder to spot whether it has red flags. Now, number two is, and this is why we're talking about leaders. So if you are a leader, do not approve escalations, uh, exceptions to any processes while you're out of the office. Again, that will mean um, your reports won't be as vigilant with other requests uh, that come from you, right? Air quotes, you can't see it, that comes from you while you are out of the office. So that email that the froster sends to your team when they know you are on vacation um, to say, send this wire quickly, 
won't in itself be a red flag because uh, it could be treated as normal since you are sending those emails while you are on vacation, um, while you are traveling um, for work, while you are you know, on your way to your workcation. And so uh, you want to make sure that you don't uh, do anything out of the ordinary so that uh, if frosters take advantage of the fact that they know you're on vacation or that they know you're traveling, um, your team members won't be victims to that. Now, um, frosters are evolving, um, but the whole, you know, wire this money, uh, uh, buy, uh, buy these gift cards and, you know, I'm getting on the plane scenario, um, was rampant when, uh, fraud initially started trending a few years ago, uh, uh, but it's still going strong. So that is still out there. So you want to make sure again that your team members don't become a victim. Now I received an email. I am on the subscriber list for the National Cybersecurity Alliance, and they talk a lot about cybersecurity tips. And I'm going to share with you some tips that they shared in that email while you are vacationing. Uh, And again, if you're traveling, these are very good tips, whether you're traveling for vacation, traveling for work, or uh, traveling to your workcation destination. So uh, uh, it is split up into uh, different categories. The first one is before you go. So before you go, make sure you back up your files, uh, set up the find my phone feature, uh, protect your devices, password or security feature like a fingerprint if you don't already have that set up. And then, of course, make sure you update your software. Now, while you are traveling, uh, make sure that you use secure Wi-Fi. And they even gave a tip that if you don't know if it's secure or not, try putting in the wrong password. And if it uh, accepts it, then you know it's not uh, secure. Uh, and then, uh, another thing to do while you're traveling is to protect your physical devices. Um, we all know that, especially in airports, they tell you not to leave anything anywhere. Oh, and then this is a great one while you're traveling. Stop auto connecting. Cause you really don't know, um, these, uh, uh, these Wi-Fi networks, whether they are legitimate or not, because the frosters will sometimes or can uh, uh, create a separate uh, Wi-Fi network. Let's say, for example, at the airport, there was a um, uh, person fell for a scam because they were trying to get uh, trying to do like one bank transaction while they were at the airport. And so they ended up connecting to a Wi-Fi that they thought was the airport's Wi-Fi. It was named something close, but how do you know what the Wi-Fi name is? You know, so make sure that you are, uh, that you stop auto connecting and you, uh, connect to secure Wi-Fi, uh, maybe even your phone's uh, hotspot. That is typically what I do. And then, uh, if you are traveling, um, internationally, 
uh, then the recommendation is to remove all sensitive data uh, from your devices uh, or, you know, just don't take your device if you don't need it. You may not need to take your work device, uh, especially if you're going uh, on vacation. Now, maybe you do uh, if you're traveling uh, uh, for business or your workcation, but if it's a vacation, consider whether or not you even need to take it. And then, uh, so that's internationally, uh, before you go while you're traveling and then internationally. And then the last category is when you come back and, uh, the national cybersecurity Alliance recommends that you change all your passwords on all your devices on your return home, especially, uh, if you, uh, traveled internationally. Now, I will add one here, uh, and this is uh, when you come back, then share all your memories, post all your pictures, uh, and share your memories with your social network. And, you know, wait until you come back to do that. Do your team a favor. Don't post that you're going on vacation if that's where you go, if you're going on vacation or even that you're traveling. And if you remember the shark lady uh, and the shark lady posted that she was going on vacation and that was the cue for the frosters to reach out to her bookkeeper. So Uh, And she, she ended up or they lost uh, $400,000 in a fraudulent transaction. She did end up getting that back, but you never know what might happen to you. And so you don't want to put your team members, your direct reports uh, in the line of fire by notifying um, these fraudsters and cyber criminals that are monitoring uh, social media accounts that you are uh, out of the office that you're vacationing uh, because they will strike. So make sure you wait until you come back to post all your um, pictures and to share all your memories. And so that was kind of my two cents in there. Uh, and uh, hopefully you'll find that uh, relevant. And I will tell you, I just, I talked before about going to a conference last week. Uh, I didn't even really post that I was going to a conference. I posted a picture that I took while I was there once I got back. So hopefully those tips uh, are something that uh, will uh, will resonate with you and can help you as you make your way to uh, travel for vacation this summer, travel for that in-person business meeting or conference, or a travel for a or to a uh, workcation uh, destination. So thanks everyone. I hope you enjoyed the 188th episode of the Putting the AP in Happy podcast, where accounts payable teams are empowered to protect the vendor master file from fraud. Don't forget to check the show notes for the links mentioned in the podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, consider subscribing and writing a review of my podcast on the platform that you use to listen. Stay happy. Stay happy.